Welcome to Flex Ed, a podcast for those who have a passion for bettering themselves and gaining a better understanding of overall health. Ryan and Josh are here to break down all of the variables of the equation that is known as being healthy. Flex Ed starts now. Josh, I'm Ryan. We're back for another episode, and today we're lucky enough to be joined by Miss Mary Boring. She's a yoga instructor here in Cookville. We recently stopped by her studio here, A Better Me, and honestly, I definitely felt like a better me. I felt like a lighter me coming out of there, Um, obviously all the sweat, but we definitely appreciate your time. We appreciate you being here. Mary, how are you? I am so well. Thank you, Josh. And thank you, Ryan. I am delighted to be here and talk about yoga and fitness and all the other lovely things that go along with that. We greatly appreciate it. We loved having your class. So last Thursday, we attended our first ever yoga class. Josh, how did that go for you? Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Definitely Yay. need some work. Definitely going to be back. You Good. Know, try and progress and get better with it. Mm-hmm. It was a learning experience, definitely. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. What did you like the most about it? Hmm. I know. Probably I'm just put- the the. I guess the scene. Just it's it's very calm. It's very de stressing. You know, you you don't have your phone sitting by you, so uh-huh. you can actually focus on what you're doing, not worry about getting a text or an email or something like that. I love it. Absolutely good. I agree. I mean, it's and it's maybe even that simple because we've tried a little bit of yoga with YouTube at home and you get distracted. The cat's walking around, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. You've got your phone with notifications going off. We went in there. We put our stuff in a cubby, took our shoes off. Um, you know, you gave us a nice towel for the mat. We went through the motions and, and I, I thought it was beautiful. You know, I, I felt stress and tension pouring out of me. I didn't even realize was there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great to hear. You know, that's one of the things I like about a yoga practice is the ability to focus on that. And, you know, you talk about doing stuff at home. It's been so difficult in these last few months for everybody to, you know, to find their rhythm and find their place. But one of the things I may have said to you, one of the challenges of practicing on YouTube, I want people to practice yoga, period. I don't really care how you do it. But when you solely do something video, you don't have anybody looking at your body going, uh-uh, your knee, look, it's careful. Don't, you want to make sure, because how your form in all exercises and all forms of thing, your form is important. One doesn't want to hurt themselves. And I don't want people blaming yoga because there was nobody telling them where their knee was supposed to go. So I always encourage folks to get some kind of instruction one-on-one, whatever it is, we were able to do virtual classes. We're still doing some now where we have somebody, we can see you. So if we're, even if you're virtually, we can see your body and go, okay, careful with that. Bring that shoulder back. All of those things, good, proper alignment. Keep your body healthy. Yeah. Because the feedback's that important, really. Very, 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 very. I mean, in the gym, you would hire a trainer for the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your class is a much more affordable option of a, (laughs) of a trainer as far as in that realm of fitness, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's funny. I used to, uh, you guys, when I think I want to talk to you before you came into class, I said, so what do you do? Do you lift? Do you run? You know, we all do, do a lot of stuff. I used to do some running until my knees told me that was a terrible idea. And, um, I used to do some weightlifting. I love that. I love that immediate feel. Look at how strong I am. It's so awesome. 
But there's something about yoga. I don't know quite what it is. It brings all of that together. You work hard. It's physically difficult. But your brain, man, you just calm down. I think we were chatting a little bit before even we started here today. Everybody heard, right? We all know about fight or flight, right? Right. You know, that's that part of stress where, oh my gosh, it's our old part of our body, that old brain that's saying, a lion is going to eat us. Y'all better run, man. Come on, there's a lion. Let's let's hightail it. Well, life is not that so much, but we feel like that. So in yoga, you do a lot of breathing in and out. There's my yoga voice. Do you like it? Breathe in through the nose, breathe out through the nose. But truly, what that does is activate your parasympathetic nerve system. That's the rest or stay. And that's one of those things, right? When you guys walked out of class, you have what we call the yoga high, right? Mm, you're all relaxed. <laughs> what did you just say? De-stressing. Exactly. exactly. De-stress. De-stress. Yeah. But that's part of the breathing. And you can get that. I mean, y'all are getting that when you're lifting those big inhales and those big exhales. You are still activating that same part of it. But when you do it pretty consistently for an hour or a little more, your body says, oh, oh, Okay. Okay, we can chill. This is cool. For sure. And I think you can compare that too because I've heard it said like the runner's high. That's you know? it. Good, good, good. Great analogy. That's it's a- from the forced breathing, right? Yes, sir. You are exactly correct on that. And that forced breathing and then the releasing of those positive feeling hormones that comes when you're not trying to fight a lion. I read this article the other day. When you are in that response, that fight or flight, your eyes become, the pupils dilate a little more so you can see better. The energy goes to the muscles of your legs so you can run faster. Your body physically makes these changes. Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> so, it, that it you, so that you can run from a lion. <laughs> no lions today, Hope. That's good. No lions? <laughs> Josh, no chase by a lion today, right? Chase by a lion. No, I try to envision stuff like that whenever I need the motivation running down the road, though. Sometimes <laughs> you need it. You know, I think we passed you the other day, and Josh said, We passed Mary. Did you notice her? And I said, uh, no, no, I was in the zone. No. I was trying to just, just survive the run. <laughs> when I used to run, I ha- always had music. Do y'all run with or without music? I run with music. You run with with? You run with too? It helps to pace. Me too. And when I, those moments when the pe- song would stop and I'd hear myself breathing heavily, I'd be like, why am I doing this? This is ret- Oh, I love this song. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> It helps. So it does. It really does help keeping you in that focus, you know. And there's a lot of focuses required with yoga, too. If you're balancing on one foot, you kind of got to be only thinking about balancing on one foot. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've tried running without the music before, and it, it's nice. You can you can zone out and you can focus on your breathing, kind of time your steps a little better. Really? But I just, you know, if I have the option, usually I'm going with music. It seems to give you that extra that extra push and motivation. Absolutely. You know, that good upbeat song comes on. You sure. don't want to be walking. No, no. And you can get, you know, if you do um, beats per minute, I know a lot of folks will get playlists or stuff and there's playlists that you can get there. They're beats per minute that are, as you were saying, they help pace you and you keep you at this, at this speed, you know, and just to keep that heart rate up. Otherwise you're like, la da 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 <laughs> Yeah, that definitely helps. And if I was running without it, you know, it, I, I do that rarely, but you do have a, a little more time, I guess, to think. But you also, if you don't have that distraction from the breathing, like you mentioned, and you, uh, you know, am I going to fall out? Right. Whose idea was this again? (laughs) We're doing this for fun. Right. Is this on purpose? Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. On purpose. Very nice. (laughs) So Mary, we also, um, if you don't mind, we prepared just five pretty much random questions just to kind of get to know you, if Uh that's all right with you. Yeah. Uh Nothing scary. 
They have not asked me this, y'all. So we're going to see. We're going to hear an answer right off. No prep. Let's do it. Give it to me. Give so it to me. So first off, what's okay. the wisest thing that you've ever heard up to this point in life? One. That's a tough one. Um, you know, when I was training in my yoga training, there is a part, there are parts of, like many things in life, there are parts of yoga that are sort of principles. And one of them is the very first one, and it's called loosely translated, do no harm. Do no harm. Everybody's got this, you know, um, you know, love your brothers yourself. I mean, you know, everybody's has something like that. And uh, I was with someone who was training and, and she says to me, oh, I know you say to me, she was Argentinian, so she had this accent. I know you say to me, I put the, I put the spiders outside. I do no harm. And I say to you, what about doing harm to yourself? Wow. And it stopped me dead. I went, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's deep. Isn't it deep? It's Very really deep. deep. But, you know, what about harming ourselves? We really can really mentally harm ourselves every day, not believing in ourselves, being hard on ourselves, judging ourselves. There's a lot of truth there. Yep, yep. We've got to be good to ourselves. Yep, we really have to be good for ourselves. So do no harm, even starting with yourself. I appreciate that. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, thanks. All right, Not how about this me. one? Got it from somebody else. <laughs> appreciate them. Yes. So what was your first car? Uh, my first car was <laughs> a blue, oh, what kind of Volkswagen was it? It wasn't a Carmen Ghia. It was a hatchback, and it was a stick shift, and I didn't know how to drive stick until I drove it out of the parking lot when I brought it. <laughs> there you go. What That's better time to learn? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a cute little blue car. It was great. I eventually killed it because I never changed the oil on it. I didn't realize like you were supposed to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we live and we learn. I know, I know. I mean, that's not. Y'all, you have to change your oil if no one knows, if anyone's ever told you that. Very important, yeah, <laughs> especially in this heat here yeah, in Middle Tennessee. It had no air conditioning, and I had, y'all remember, maybe not, those little windows that were triangles. You remember those little triangle yeah, windows? Yeah. And the kind of, I think the why they were triangle is you could align them so that when you're driving down the road, the hot air blew into your face. <laughs> and that was its version of air conditioning. Very nice. <laughs> All right. So moving right along to the next one. Uh, what's your favorite genre of music in or outside the, the yoga studio? Oh, wow. Um. That really changes, but I, I, I think my current, I am an electronic dance music fan. I love me some dubstep. I love some trance. I can get down with that. Yeah. That's like my running playlist. For the is it? Part. Is yes. it? Is it? I know. I know. It's, it's, you know, some, like most music, I don't like things on the real hard extremes. You know, I kind of like to stay, like I like rock, right? But I don't want people to scream at me. Uh, sure. You know, I want something in between. But but right now, probably, if I'm going to put something on, I'll put some electronic on. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right. And here's, uh, I guess, the, the favorite one when I was writing these down. So if, if you were approached by Netflix, right, to shoot a series of yoga videos and they gave you a choice, where would your dream studio be located? Hmm. Anywhere. Wow. Um. You know, there's a couple answers to that. 
Oh, right, right sure here in Cookville, Tennessee. Of course, it'd be right here in Cookville, Tennessee. I like that answer. Um, you know, I believe that I probably would want to find myself in some sort of tropical location, good or bad, crappy weather <laughs> or not, hurricanes or not. I mean, Bali is the first thing that came up to my mind. Um, For sure. You think something <laughs> tropical. Yeah. Or I was actually in the U.S. Virgin Islands, I think it was last year, and there was a yoga studio down there, and I was like, ha! <laughs> it's still the U.S. This is cool. I could make this happen. I could totally make this happen, y'all. I could First off, I want to talk about Netflix coming to make me a thing. Come on, where are they? Let's call them. Let's we're, call we're gonna them. try to make that a thing. I want to make that a thing. Hashtag Let's, Netflix call Mary. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. All right. So we'll get into two um, a little bit. I guess of just what is yoga, right? So they say like that modern yoga focuses more on stretches, poses designed to stimulate the inner peace and physical energy, right? He has notes. This is according to my notes. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay. <laughs> but they say that compared to ancient yoga being less about fitness and more about the mental focus, right, and expanding spiritual energy. Can you speak to that a little bit? Um, thanks for that question. That's really powerful. And I may have, you may have even heard me say this in, in class. Yoga means to yoke. Not like an egg yolk, but yolk like yolk to oxen together or something like that. To join, to join. And it joins your breath and your body and your mind. And you pull all those things together. Now, does one have to do all of that to, be in, to go to a yoga class? Absolutely not. Um, there's a saying that says yoga is not about the pose, but it's who you are on the way into the pose and who you are on the way out of the pose. Kind of fascinating, right? For so, sure. so it absolutely, there are parts of yoga that are extremely making you, we just talked about it. You come in, you breathe like that. You make your body physical. You have this focus but do there's so much to that that happens simply by being in that room and breathing and being aware of your body and understanding that that brings those sort of spiritual aspects up to it in in pure training there are parts of yoga that are are as i mentioned before your our behaviors towards ourselves and our behaviors towards others every every religion in the world has a um a golden rule Story, do unto others as you do with yourself. Every spiritual thing in the world has some sort of flood story. It's common. Everyone has this commonality. So you have that commonality in a yoga class. You walk in the door, you breathe. Does that be, it's called a better me. Why is it called a better me? Because I'm a better me when I practice yoga regularly. I'm a better me when I weightlift. Yep. I'm a better me when I do CrossFit. I'm a better me when I run. I'm a better me when I walk. But when I somehow bring all of those things together in that room, I'm just better. I like me better. People like me better. <laughs> so not about me, not about me, but yoga. Back to that. There is an absolute conglomeration. You, your brain, the poses and the breath bring out something in you. Tell me about what it brought out to you guys. Did you do something... You say you felt great, but what did you feel? What was what was about what was it, Josh, that made you feel? Mostly just kind of calm. You know, calm. You don't think about everything that happened to work that day. You don't think about what you're doing after this class. You know, just zoning out, being in the moment, being calm. Yeah, 
right? And that, and even if there was hot music playing, I think I had some. I think I had some up tempo music playing going on some in that Bruno class. Mars. Yeah, I had some Bruno Mars. You know, we don't have to just have you know hippy dippy music. But again, it's the combination of bringing in that breath and that physical. And when you get in that zone, then your brain kind of goes places, and you think of things, and there comes in that emotional, emotional and mental part of that. Absolutely. I, I felt the same way. Again, there was, there was something definitely spiritual about it, right? You know, you, you sit there and you, you just sink in and, and buy in and, uh, and you know, the next there. thing you know, you, you feel a lot better. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else do those cute notes tell you about yoga? I want to hear, I want to hear. So hear. what we're curious about too, just in regards to the different types of yogas we discussed the other day, uh, while we were there. So what we did was hot 26, 26 different poses. Yep. Right. And that was in comparison to what is it that we're accustomed to doing when we're doing yoga with Adrian? Awesome. I love it. That is what we call a flow. Right. So there's a little choreography to it. You And it is all on your breath as well. You inhale and you exhale and you inhale and you exhale. There's a lot of different words for that. I mean, there's different types of yoga. There's an over, like the over, the uber answer for it. It's called hatha, H-A-T-H-A-H, hatha yoga. But that is mainly a flow. It's choreographed. You move on your breath. As I told you guys, when I first started yoga, that was really overwhelming for me. It's a little fast. There's a lot of upside down stuff. <laughs> People say, I can't do that. Well, yeah, I know, because you're upside down and you're trying to look in between your elbow and your armpit to see what they're doing on the TV. As you're, you did it to me in class, too. You're upside down. I'm like, put your head back down. I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> We're already two poses behind. You know? Right, you are. And I felt that. And I was really frustrated when I first started practicing with a flow because I felt lost a lot. I'm a little of an overachiever. I want to get it right the first time with never having to do it a second time. And I got frustrated by that. That's how I found the the hot 26. And the the difference is longer holds. You hold yoga for longer holds in a 26. Flow classes are great. I love a flow now. You know, when people see those headstands or handstands that is, you know, oh, I'll never, that a lot of that is kind of done in a flow class. But there's also types of yoga called, there's a type of yoga we have called restorative yoga. And in restorative, it's the exact opposite almost of what we did together. Okay. You are completely um, aided by a prop. So maybe you're on a big blanket or maybe you're on this really big pillow and you'll get into a pose and you'll sit there for three or four minutes and just calmly breathe and let your mind wander. It's a little harder that one because your mind gets real busy when you're doing what we were doing and you're working hard. Like we say, you're focusing and you almost can't think of anything else because you're focusing so hard. Right. Whereas when you're just sort of lying there, lying yeah that's right right <laughs> when you're lying there you're um it's easier for your mind to go but that's a type of yoga there's also yoga called um yin yoga um which is a little uh, more up speed than that uh what other times there's a very interesting called ashtanga yoga ashtanga. uh-huh it's uh, it's very um there i've used the word very again it's extremely um, what's the word i want ordered it's very ordered. You always do things, even beyond the 26, you do them in a very specific order. It's okay. really fascinating. It kind of uh, comes up to a larger pose. There's yoga called Kundalini Yoga, uh, which is more about energy. Okay. So it is doing the poses like we talked, but there, <laughs> it's kind of funny. There's sort of some weird... Um, I've done it. It's kind of sometimes awkward. There's sort of some weird breathing kind of that goes on that sort of makes us go... 
Am I the only one knows knows that this is kind of weird? <laughs> <laughs> so, Awkward stares around the room. That's exactly. So there's so how many did I mention there? There's all quite sorts a few. Of, yeah, quite yeah. A different and, types, right? We're interested in trying out, you know, all of them. You know, not in any particular order. What I could appreciate mostly about the way you did your class too with the Hot Twenty Six, mm-hmm. and what made me feel comfortable right off the bat was you'd kind of ease us into each pose, and then you would get into if this feels comfortable. Here's your advanced techniques and. You encourage us to, you know, at least in the last little bit of that hold to try that stuff out. And uh, like I said, it, I would try to get the pose and at least hold it, get my breathing right, make sure I was balanced, especially in some of the tree poses. Yep. And then trying some of the more advanced things. I found I was a little more flexible than what maybe I thought I was. I love that. I love that. And, you know, that's we call it a yoga practice on purpose because genuinely some days, you know, and now y'all know that some days you go for a run and you're like, I just can't, man. This is like, I'm going half mile. I'm going back home because you're just, your body's not there. Your mind's not there. It's okay to be kind to yourself and know that you did something and you came back. But you, there's always places to grow in a yoga practice. You can start here and you go there and you've got to let people meet where you are. People say to me all the time, well, I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga. And I'm like, well, how do you think you're going to be flexible if you never do yoga? you got to start somewhere. <laughs> That's start the general up. message. Right. You have to start walking. You have to start running. You have to start lifting. All of the folks that you've had on this show, you've got to start training. You've got to start somewhere. I'm, of course, always going to tell you to be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself. As I said to you in class, listen, if you have to put your hand on the wall, put your hand on the wall. If you need to sit down, sit down. For sure. Yeah, you can't be too hard on yourself. And I think the most important thing I had to tell myself was enjoy the process of like, you know, whenever you are getting over the hurdle of initially starting something. Because a lot of things, if it's beneficial for you, kind of sucks when you first start. Oh, it. absolutely. You're not going to be great at it. No, no. And and I mean, you, you know, I've uh, independence, okay? Independence. This is July and independence is a month. And one of the definitions of independence is self-govern. Isn't that interesting to self-govern yourself? So sometimes we have to self-govern. Sometimes we have to say, you know, this really sucks. I don't want to eat that or I don't want to not eat that. Right. (laughs) But you got to self-govern. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you can never not eat that. And it doesn't mean that you are never going to be good at this or bad at that or whatever. But let's self-govern and let's learn, you know, and try to do what you do. Uh, Folks that run a lot, I, I talked to you guys about this, and mm-hmm. I also said uh, hamstrings are really generally tight in runners. <laughs> yeah. Achilles are really generally tight in runners. It's just the nature of what you're doing to your body. So come to a yoga class or take a class o- online or o- on YouTube and sweet yoga with Adrian. I love her. She's great. And learn how to lengthen those muscles as opposed to simply just strengthening them because you get hurt. And, I'm, yeah. you know, and, and then and that's. Don't you all agree that's one of the deaths of fitnesses once you hurt yourself? Mm-hmm. If you're not spotting right, if you're not watching your form, if you're put, we want to push, of course, but you got to know what you can do that day. Injuries are, that's the worst thing. So let's not let that happen. We all know somebody that has plenty of stories about playing football in high school or yep. where they used to be a bodybuilder and something happened with the back or something like that. And, so that's one of the main reasons whenever we take approaches to something, I'm a little conservative going into it, but we try to look for overall balance. And I think that's part of what the whole podcast here is about too, just how we approach our everyday fitness. You Absolutely. Know? Just trying to at least tiptoe into it, see what it's about, and try to incorporate it into what we're doing for, for overall balance. Right. And you'll never know. And, and I bet you may. Did either of you even um, 
find maybe a pose that we did or maybe something you've even done with your, with Adrian, which you may, somebody when the last time you went to a trainer, maybe they did something like that. They may not have been calling it yoga, but, but, but something, I don't know. Is there anything forward? You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things that you. Like in our stretch routine. Yeah. Uh, like stretch routine before we run mm-hmm. where you, we would pull the, you know, your knee up in front of you and kind of balance on the one foot to rotate absolutely. the ankle. Because I feel like that's one of the most important stretches that we do. Right. See, so you don't even really, you didn't, you didn't know you were doing yoga and you were always doing yoga. But because it, it is that combination of wanting to balance the body and that is a, a good successful yoga class given by a good successful teacher, hopefully, will give you that balance. You'll do some standing, you'll do some sitting, you'll work externally rotating your hip, you'll work internally rotating your hips. Same thing with your shoulders. Sometimes they're opened up, sometimes there's down. There's poses that we do where you do like a back bend. Well, what is that good for now? Well, what do we, most of us do all day long? We have our head bent and our chin down looking at our telephones and mm-hmm. our technology. And so therefore your posture starting to go to the, to a poor place. You are forgetting to bring those shoulders back and keeping your spine long, all of those things. And so a yoga practice does that. So does running. What's your form like in running? I hope you are better runners based on a yoga class. I hope when you're out there running, you hear me say, pull that, engage that core. <laughs> You know what? Those little reminders go a long way. They sure, sure do. Or, or what do you say? Like, like there's uh, somebody holding you up by yep. a needle or a, by, a, a string, by a thread? A yeah. string up the top of your head. Because even just simply, I have that. I know you all felt that. There's the pose. We slouch even standing. Mm-hmm. We do not realize that we even slouch while we stand. And eventually, that's not good for your spine. So I'm hoping again, while you're out there running, you think, okay, right, pull those, hip, pull those shoulders back. Yeah, there's that alignment. It changes it. It changes how you feel. It hopefully will change your form. Be careful about that, of course. I had a guy, um, I had a tech fo- a baseball player come practice with us uh, probably about a year and a half ago, and he had gone to the minors. And uh, he was with the Diamondbacks at the time, and he came back and they said, he comes to me, calls me and says, hey, yeah, the Diamondbacks said, you know, like I could uh, really use some stretching. You think yoga would help me with that? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, honey, come on, come on. So uh, he, he sure. was he was back. Well, I think he uh, minor league season had been over, so he was back. You know, and he was back here in town working out. And and I watched him get stronger and stronger as he came. And then one day he was in class, and I was kind of watching his body, and I was like, "What's up with that one hip of his?" And I just kept looking and kept looking and kept looking. After class, I said, "You're a pitcher, right?" And he he said, "Yeah." I said, "Right hand or left hand?" And I could tell based on his. Um, throwing motion, which hip came up and which hip came down because it literally, I don't know if it, I don't want to say it grew that way. That's, that's perhaps ignorant, but it's trained that way. Adapted that way. way. There's the word Ryan. Right. And I said to him, Hey, I ain't going to change nothing. I don't want your coach mad at me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that repetitive motion is probably (laughs) going to do more than you realize. Right. And I, I just, I said, you should maybe talk to your trainers about that because if you're having some strain in that leg, it may be because of some kind of alignment issues, but it was Mm -hmm. fascinating after I finally saw him getting a little stronger and I watched his body more. I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's the, I think at this point it was, I think it was the leg that came up in the air that there was the challenge, not his, not his push off leg, but, um, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say you push yourself outside your comfort zones, but also at the same time, know your body and know, 
You don't want to get that uncomfortable. You may want to look at how you're doing. It. No, yeah, you don't want to hurt yourself. You, you don't, it, and it's okay to push, but you got to know yourself. And that is something funny about yoga. I, I have people come in sometimes who, who, who I say, okay, left foot. I'm like, nope, nope, the other left, <laughs> because because they're just sometimes not in their body mentally. Yep. Does that make sense to y'all no, what I mean sure. by that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and isn't that kind of what y'all are talking about here? Being more fit, being conscious of our body, knowing what we put in it, how we rest, how we engage it. What There's something, uh, y'all, I don't know if it's there now, but there used to be something over at the Fit at Cookville that, um, on Tech's campus about Hi- Hippocrates and about the body can't be well if you're not moving it i forget what this quote is i'm sorry that i, I don't, don't know, know it. that one yeah it's a great one I, I ought to have looked it up and i didn't know i was going to need it but <laughs> but it's on it's on the walls in the fit or the old fit have they gone to the new fit yet yeah i think so i haven't been in there yet but yeah, it looks have, beautiful it from the looks outside. really beautiful really yeah. nice yeah, maybe they is. brought that great sign but i think that's i think that's a great point that um you have to you have to move for sure <laughs> move if you don't <laughs> use it you lose it it applies to almost everything in life right? absolutely absolutely you know you get stiff folks who start waking up in the morning stiff well i mean have you moved your body now on the other end people say to me well i'm stiff i'm like you don't think i'm stiff after every yoga class i mean i'm stiff all the time but i mean are you a little stiff after you lift are you a little stiff after you run if i'm not i probably didn't do it right absolutely yeah. absolutely but i'd rather have that kind of stiffness than not moving its stiffness because then again the spine's not operating well you know our spine is so key everybody it's how you got a healthy spine your life is going to do better it's what we talk about the posture and things like that it all really everything comes from the spine all your nerves come from the spine it all comes from literally the, spine. the center it, of our nervous system. literally the central and that makes your muscles do it i mean it makes everything do everything how do you feel about chiropractors do you go to a chiropractor I, regularly i absolutely do go to a chiropractor regularly yeah I've started now. I say regularly. That's like twice a year for me, but mm-hmm. it's just because it's like I don't necessarily have any issues. And so the first time I went, they're like, "What's wrong with you? Where do you have pain?" And I was like, "Nowhere." But I feel like this is gonna be great, you know, just to make sure that I'm aligned. And I'm kind of fascinated by the idea of it. We align, yes. uh, you know, the wheels on our cars. You would think we would align our spine. What a great analogy as well, Ryan. And I think that's that's very valid. I I am a firm believer in chiropractic. I also get chiropractic. Uh, once again. Not only does your nervous system, so it's not just your nerves, but how does your muscles work? Well, the nerves tell your muscles what to do. <laughs> For sure. How do you think? Um, the nerves in your brain things. See, it all comes from the nervous system. So a healthy spine really makes a difference in all our lives. Yeah, really it, huge. It can throw things out of whack that you wouldn't even realize. Absolutely. Something like, um, do you know um, wearing a wallet? in your back hip guys is really actually quite bad for you, especially if you're driving and you have mm-hmm. that, it can change your alignment. And all of a sudden you got a little wonky thing cause you've got a <laughs> wallet. They're both shaking their heads. At My me. mother told me that for years before I finally was like, you know what? She's not lying. <laughs> She's not lying. They're very unradio. They're just shaking their head at me. Josh, you have to use words, love. Don't just shake your head. <laughs> Just agreeing in silence. Oh, yeah. yeah, keeping it going. Uh, he's keeping it going. He's encouraging me. Uh, there, you go, there you go. <laughs> so, Mary, what got you into yoga? Great question. Um, I had practiced a little in my life um, just because, you know, I did a lot of dance. And as I said, I was doing I was a runner for a while. Oh, I don't know if I'd call myself a runner. I, 
Uh, you know, you practiced. I, pr- yeah, yeah. I practiced running. <laughs> if you ever saw me run, you would not call me a runner. That's all that's important, really. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, you know, I had some life circumstances change. And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to try to practice a little more yoga. And then I got that frustration that I talked to you about. I would go to classes and I would really feel frustrated. So I had another dear friend who started practicing yoga and she was encouraging me. And she said, you know, I think you should maybe try this. And so I went to a local studio. I tried that 26 and that changed my viewpoint because I thought, oh, maybe I can do this. Um, And then once I started practicing regularly, I was hooked because I was hooked about what we started from the very beginning, how I was a different Mary, how I could breathe more, calm myself down, how I had control over my body about things, what I felt like for those 24 hours after a yoga class. And I was hooked. For hooked, sure. Hooked. <laughs> so that's how I came. Basically, life happened and I was like, man, I got to do something because I'm, I'm struggling here. Like all of us, you know, you go through life things where you really struggle and you're just not sure not sure what to do. And you, you know, some people start running, some people do yoga, some people knit. You've got to find your healthy habits. You got to find your healthy habits. Absolutely. And it, and it spoke to me. And then of course I, I've done some teaching in my life. And uh, then uh, somebody told me, you know, maybe you could teach this. And I was like, apps. You know what? Yeah. You mix them together perfectly. <laughs> and that, then, that works out great. Yeah. And then sure enough, there I was. And I was like, Oh yeah, I can't do that. And in some ways without being, um, whatever adjective i think in some ways yoga is what i've been moving towards my whole life um studying spiritual things studying physical things um uh studying uh, all types of alternative ways of living and being and and eating and chiropractic and acupuncture and and all these non-traditional perhaps uh, i don't want to just uh to only say they're non-Western because that's not fair, but 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 kind of that non-traditional probably might be the might be. You the, feel like they've all drawn you there. They to absolutely yoga. have, and that yoga will uh, yoga. Yes, they've drawn me toward yoga, and yoga is letting me bring every bit of that in. That's beautiful. It, it is. It is. Thanks. It is beautiful, and I really feel that way. Like this is this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be on that yoga mat. I'm supposed to be in front of those people. Um, I'm supposed to have a a place that is safe. And let people come and be them. And, you know, I often say, I won't lose you, man. You're in here with me. <laughs> We're going to do it. And, and you know, I'm, non, I'm also a non-traditional uh, body type and age, perhaps. I'm not telling you anyone, radio. You're just going to have to guess. <laughs> You're going to have to come to a class. You're going to have to come to a class. But that, for me, is really encouraging because sometimes, all right, how to say this politely. You know, sometimes when people look at yoga, they see people that are extremely fit and extremely flexible and perhaps a little younger. And they think, I can't do that. I'm not able to do that. I'll never be able to do that. And that's not true. That's not true. You meet yourself where you are. Same thing with walking and running, you know, same thing even mm-hmm. with lifting. So you lift a little three pound thing, man. If that's what you have to do for, for 10 years, then that's what you do. If that's your world, then that's, that's what your world. That's absolutely Josh right. does not lift just 10 pounds. He does. He's he does one of those not. people. He does not know how to pace himself. He does 12. not. I'm just, oh, it's 12. it's 12. Oh, listen to him. He's so <laughs> humble. <laughs> so now with, with so many different types of yoga, how do you know which one is the one for you? Say you're a heavy lifter versus a runner, you know, how do you pick which route to go down? Great question. And a lot of that depends on simply one of these questions. What is it you want to accomplish out of yoga? 
and I'm not trying to throw that question back at you, but I really am asking you that genuinely. Is it that you want to, you've got an injury and you need to do something to maybe help keep you going while you're recovering from your injury. Is that where the restorative would come That's where play? probably the restorative, absolutely. Or you're in a really, really stressful job and you need to come in and take an adult nap with a phone <laughs> in a cabbie and I don't want nobody bothering me, man. Listen, if you all got to take a nap for the whole class, have a good time. Just try not to snore. Although, We've all been there. Oh man, I've had people snore before too. It's kind of, it's, I have to kind of <laughs> go over and like gently just like not snoring. I mean, I guess I don't mind, but like other people are trying to rest. Y'all can't snore. But um, <laughs> so it, 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 that's a really good question. It depends on what you're looking for and what you're trying to accomplish. So if you're a lifter, I would really recommend that you probably are going to want to do an up-tempo type of yoga, a challenging yoga, because you challenge yourself by lifting, right? Yeah. If you're, there's chair yoga. I didn't even talk about that. There's a whole yoga mm-hmm. you can do with a chair, sitting in the chair, holding on the chair, standing by the chair. So if you have limited mobility for whatever reason, whether it's age or you got limited mobility, you can do chair yoga. We because, got, I mean, you can custom fit it to, to whatever your lifestyle absolutely, may be. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, if you are a runner, I'm probably going to want you to do something that is definitely giving you some really good stretch. Again, like I talked about, those parts of your body that are uh, tight. Same thing with with lifting as well. But I b- think that there's something about a, a lifter's mind that they want to really push themselves. A, a female or gender gender neutral. You know, they want to really push themselves. That's kind of why you lift. Mm-hmm. So I would probably encourage a power type of a yoga or or, or something like that, or or a faster flow or a more intense flow. It, it, it's kind of that's a great question and it's a little about what you're accompli- wanting to accomplish that's one of the questions I first ask people on why I walk in tell me what you do how do you do what, what do you have any physical activity why are you here what is it you want from yoga oh man I'm really stressed out well I'm probably not going to put you in a class that's power that's going to uh, maybe maybe because maybe that's what you want but you know what I mean the great question though that's really that's really a good one so in like some of the poses we would start to get into the pose and it would Kind of not hurt, but you know, you can definitely tell you're pushing. Right. But then after a few seconds in that pose, you start to set in and you really start to, you know, feel yourself in that pose. You almost don't want to move to the next pose. Yeah, I love it. That's exactly right. Because you're finding, and that's a little what we're talking about. Where is my alignment? Where is my body? And your body sort of fusses at you a little. It's like when you go out to, you know, take a walk even. Let's even start there. It's like, hey, 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 hey. I thought we'd been on the sofa. Well, well what's this nonsense? <laughs> yep. Where's the ice cream, man? I want to go. But let's go back to the sofa. You know, your, your body's going to fuss at you a little bit. But uh, that is really what is happening because of your breath, I think. I'm going to really attribute that to the breath. With those big, beautiful inhales and exhales, you just, again, signal to the body, okay, send. Often I would say, it's a temptation when you're trying to do anything, lifting, let's say, I'm going to go back to that again, running, when you're really pushing and you're going for a sprint and you're really pushing, it's a temptation to not breathe deep, right? Or right. to hold your breath because you're focusing or you're really trying to, you ever find yourself doing that, y'all? You're looking on something and all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I haven't even been breathing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> right? We got to have those red blood cells. The, the, the red blood cell sends oxygen and that makes the world go round. That makes your body move. It makes your brain move. It makes that, that central nervous system like we're talking. So you've got to have that breath. And I think that's something that might have been happening with you, Josh. When you get into that, you start that breath. You remember me going in through the nose, breathe, conscious breathing. Yep, your body's going to breathe without you, but you want to tell it to breathe. 
that's when you start to settle into that. And your body's like, I see. Oh, breath. Right. I love it. I love it. It's very similar. I mean, I hate to keep going back to running, but just because no. Josh um, is is still fairly new. We're both fairly new, but just over the last, what, two years, he's got into it. And one of the big things for him was pacing himself because mm-hmm. he wanted to go 100 mile an hour right off the bat and breathing because that's what, when I learn I'm struggling and I'm starting to get hot and bothered and want to slow down. It's because I'm not regula- regulating my breath, you know, and I usually try to go like in, in, out, out with like a four step pattern. You I know? love it. I think it helps me to stay organized. Absolutely. And so that's what we stress. And I think he's found the same thing that it usually helps just when you go, you realize I need to be breathing. I'm not breathing. Well, you know, um, one of the things I learned in my trainings was that you really have lower breath, mid belly breath and chest breath. And I remember one of somebody tell me, I was like, no, you don't. And then I watched the person breathe from their lower belly and then breathe from their mid belly and then breathe. From, I'm like, oh, yeah. Not. Now I can do the same thing now. But most of us breathe up here in our chest, way up here, just up here in the chest. And your breaths are, they're, they're, they're shallow. They're shallow breaths. So when you contact that, when you're running and you get yourself down and you get into those deep breaths or in your inner yoga even when you're lifting and you inhale and you pull it on, then you, you know, when you pull the weight down and you do that deep exhale, you're, you're getting into that rhythm of that breath. Yeah. You can breathe from your lower to your middle, to your uh, up. And, you know, speaking of that breathing, um, I, I read this the other day, the natural calming breath is anywhere between five breaths in five or six in and five or six out. Okay. So inhaling for, if you recall, we did that. We did six breaths in in our class. So you inhale for six and you exhale for six. That is the natural rhythm that replicates basic sleep. Very interesting. And and that, if you're meditating, if you're breathing in a yoga class, if you're doing that breathing like you're trying to do while while you're running, that inhaling for five or six, exhaling for five or six, that is what replicates your deepest relaxing breath. And concentrating on it can make quite the difference. And you also appreciate it so much more when you're doing those things. (laughs) Absolutely. It's absolutely, you know, people talk about uh, meditation, you know, that's the thing now. And it's certainly during these times right now, that's a lot of her, a lot of uh, podcasts or, or, you know, news articles about it. Uh, You know, there's no such thing as your mind stopping. Right. That does not exist. Everybody hear me. I'm going to say that again. You cannot stop your mind from thinking what you can do is focus on the six in and focus on the six out and focus on the six in and focus on the six out. And then after a while, your brain kind of just like goes into la la land. You're still thinking. I mean, there's no, you can maybe better focus in on some of the better things. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there's no, don't believe that, that you're, I'm going to calm my mind. I mean, it doesn't, your brain's still going to think y'all. It still thinks. You just kind of have to go, uh-huh, 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 I'm breathing now. Just go ahead, come back. <laughs> it's just about filtering through some of that it, stuff, it, right, especially in today's age. Absolutely, absolutely. And same thing when you're, you know, when you're in uh, whatever fitness that you are choosing, your breath is what brings you there. And that's how you bring yourself to your present, to yourself, and nourishing your body, nourishing your body with breath. If we're constantly breathing up here in our chest, if we're constantly in this state of fight or flight, because of stress, <laughs> because of worry, because of all the things that go along with that, because of just modern living. I'm not saying there's no such thing as that, but but we can counter that. You can stop and breathe. You know, I say at the end of my class, that feeling that you've got, that's you. All you have to do is just stop and go, okay, wait, breathe in, breathe out. And you remember, 
and your body remembers and you can calm down easier. And I think you said uh, appreciate the things around you. Yep. Yep. Uh, thanks. Yep. Absolutely. That's important. And to have that kind of, again, it goes to the breath. Absolutely. That's where I go. Goes to the breath. So with everything that, that you do over there, what all services do you guys offer at A Better Me? Uh, 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 awesome. Great to hear it. We have a, um, when we can have a full open studio. <laughs> yes, I know obviously yeah. everybody's affected by it's, COVID yeah, right it's, now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a challenge, right, isn't it? We, um, we have showers. We have um, all those kind of things that you need. We have a variety of classes, seven days a week. Um, classes for beginners, classes for advanced. We have obviously some chair yogas. We do some kind of... Um, guided meditations for lack of a better word kind of going into a just a deep relaxation type of a thing um sounds nice. yep it is very nice we have props for your use so we talked about that you know hit the wall if you need to do it if you can't quite reach the floor we have blocks that will bring the floor closer to you it's okay if you can't reach the floor y'all i can stack three or four blocks on top of each other you got it going on <laughs> didn't think i was gonna need it needed it <laughs> yeah right absolutely right and um good and thanks for knowing that and being honest you know it's okay to admit that you need it i really try to encourage people with that it's, it's not about even even mr josh here who wants to get it all right the first time and has <laughs> wants to go 100 miles an hour it's okay to say you know i need a little i need to take a i can do a sprint and come back down i can i can you know uh, that high intensity training that they talk about when you run mm. you know that's okay for your body to do that that actually lets you heal so we have a variety of classes 7 days a week a variety of instructors as we were talking about before people everybody needs somebody different people reach people are you know, you just want different voices. For that's sure, re- yeah. that's really what I wanted to call. There's the word. I wanted different voices, different people who are bringing something different. And I've got a delightful group of folks that are yoga instructors. They all have different lives and different fun things they do. And they come to the yoga studio and do that. Um, and we, we all connect to, with people in so many different ways. So it's always good to have that variety, right? Absolutely. Especially in a like absolutely this. in a community like this. And you'll probably know some of them. We all know somebody like that. And, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm very, very fortunate to be able to have a place, again, safe. I want everyone to feel like it's okay when you're there. It's safe. Whoever you are, wherever you are, we meet you where you are. You don't have to be anything. You don't have to be really good at it. You can be, I, we've all had a first time. I'm yep. sure I said it to you guys. I said every single person in this room has had a first yoga class. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we loved ours, and Yay. look forward to, to getting better with oh, the next one, too. Oh, loving right? it, loving it, looking oh, yeah. forward to it. something to look forward to and get better at it, and develop. Absolutely, because it's like, you know, a lot of folks, if you've ever done any dance, any of you guys ever done any dance or anything like that? Uh, you know, I don't know if you'd call it that. <laughs> well, formal dance, whether you're taking any kind of ballet or tap or, 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 or any of that sort of stuff, there's a choreography to it, okay. right? Yeah. And, 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 and I used to do some dance, and what I really liked about it was my brain had to work, too. And I think that's something. What do you guys think about that, about yoga? You're not, you know, when you're off running, like we just discussed, you kind of zone out. You want to. You want to, right? And your brain zones out. Same thing maybe when you're lifting. I mean, what are you thinking about when you're lifting? Thinking about the reps and the breaths and what, how many do I have left? How many you haven't did it do last time? Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's something about with fitness is that it does let your brain take a little break. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to necessarily be focused on the phone or the to-do list or things like that. 
However, there's also something to be said for a physical exercise that requires your brain mm-hmm. to be pretty active as well. Okay, what is she talking about? Where do I put my shoulders? Okay, this foot. Okay, now what do they say? Okay, all right, so I'm going to do, the, you know, when you're doing a dance, let's say you're doing tap, a time step. What are the, how do I do a time step? Well, you do this with your foot, then you come back. You know, there are, there are choreography to that. Yes. And, and I think that's something that is enjoyable about yoga and dance and, and other things like that. You're also letting your mind be stimulated. Not that remembering your breasts and your brain and, and, and how many reps you've done is not stimulating, but I don't think it's the same as trying to say, hello, brain, I now want you to take your left foot and put it on your right ankle and have your right hand, in, you know what I mean? Like that's a lot yeah. of other um, cylinders that your brain is going on. And I think that's also, I enjoy that part of it too. It, 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 it brings that extra... It works on the concentration and the balance that, and, yes. and and all of that and just kind of keeping your breaths going and, and being in the moment, yep. I think, was the, the biggest takeaway that I had. I like it. I like it being in the moment. Absolutely. And and, and because you have to or you're going to fall on your bottom. So, <laughs> <Yep>. so. <laughs> Almost happens. Yeah. I mean, it's happened to me on more than one occasion. So, okay. All right. Okay. I better do this or I'm not. I don't. I would rather not fall on my bottom. Although if you do. It's okay. You know what? At least you went for it. At least you Mm -hmm. went for it. Absolutely. That's at least half the battle. Absolutely. So with that, you know, there are, you guys are doing the best you can to, to, you said, make a safe environment for people, especially in this COVID world right now, as far as that goes. So you have smaller classes. We felt safe when we went in there. You're taking a lot of precautions. It looked like you keep everything very clean. Yes. Yes, sir. We keep it very clean on, on, on every single day, but now we're also... Doing yes. extra, co- yeah. It's it's in general. It's a, it's you know people. You're walking around in your bare feet, and you know you try to keep a nice clean place. Plus, that's a nice vibe. Yes. Um, it doesn't makes a difference when we you just wa- now concentrate a little bit more yeah, on the things that we should ab- have been absolutely, concentrating on. The whole absolutely, absolutely. I have I have some really cute little things in my bathrooms when you can use the bathroom <laughs> that are um, a song to sing that not just Happy Birthday, so that takes twenty seconds. So you could take it's really fun actually. You can take just about any song and you put it into this website and it prints it out and it gives you the twenty seconds of the song. Oh, that's perfect. Like, there's a Jolene one. I love it. So now I'm singing Jolene while I'm washing my hands. Um, <laughs> little Dolly part. Yeah, course. little Dolly. You know, and it puts you. In a good mood um yeah we have limited uh, five folks per class um so everybody's six foot foot apart we sort of have like a uh at keeping six feet as we walk in where everything is always contactless with us anyway that's one of the things I, i've always been really proud of us in the studio a couple of things uh i am completely paper free there's no paper do y'all notice you never signed a piece of paper right. everything's di- digital welcome to 2020 yeah. we don't need paper y'all you got to get on board come on just sign in you can sign it it's uh, th- and even now of course it's completely touchless you put your stuff in and you can do it that way um it lets you book ahead i've also always prided our prided ourselves on being very green um we don't clean with harsh chemicals we although a little harsher now but but still using vinegar based things if we can um there are no paper towels everything is cloth towels uh, you know, we just really do our best to keep our footprint a little low if we can. Uh, five folks in a class, limited classes, although they're doing, we're also still doing virtual at the same time. Yeah, I noticed you offer that so you can have bigger classes that way. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So we have some classes that are still just virtual only and um, with some changing. We How may do have- you bring that heat um, in? It- to, to like your home studio if you're doing the virtual. Yeah, I've got folks who get little heaters. So creative ways, right? Yeah, yeah they 
put a little heater by them. I have some people who turn the air conditioning off in their house, and I watch them sweat, and I'm like, eh, On some on. of these days, maybe just take it outside? Just take it outside. I've absolutely had folks go outside onto their patio and been right in the sun. Straight up, that's what they do. It feels soupy out there in the air some it days. It does you know, feel pretty maybe soupy. A, a little bit more than what you would even get in the studio. Yeah. The studio felt comfortable. Right. We try to keep it um, the humidity low. And um, as we mentioned before, we use infrared heaters mm-hmm. at our studio. So it's not like um, turning on your heat in your house and you have that hot air blowing on your face. It's more like the sun. So it's infrared, so it's more like sun heat. So it feels kind of into your skin and you feel it. And it is really warm and comforting. Folks who have um, joint challenges and things like that, they, they, they really like the heat. Um, and the heat in the, in the hot yoga, I don't know if we discussed this yet or not, but it, it more so helps loosen up the muscles, right, is the general thought behind it. Right, yes. As I've, as I've said, there's a, there's a couple thoughts about it, and that is probably one of the first ones. Um, my typical analogy is if you take a, a silly putty out of the little egg it's in and you pull it, you pull it into to two pieces and that is similar what your muscles do when they're not warmed up warm up y'all no matter what you do please yes. please warm up and cool down but when you um do uh, put heat to anything you then like warm up that silly putty in your hands then it becomes stretchy so that is one of the things the heat does it really does allow you know there's some some um folks who say that maybe your muscles warm up too much in the heat and you yeah and you do really want to be very careful like one of my classes is prenatal friendly so you can have mamas in there but I have to really warn them there's something happen when a, when a woman gets in I think it's usually the it doesn't matter when, but their body starts to open the muscles up a little more so that that baby can come through. Ooh. Well, you could actually hurt yourself because you, you there's literally it's called relaxin, I believe, is the hormone that happens in a pregnant woman that allows their muscles to open up a little you bit. You can overextend. You can actually overextend yourself. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's and you have crazy to, to think about. It is. It's funny, and you have to be careful with that in the hot room as, as well. That's why I'm always giving you a caveat: be careful. Your muscles are are a little more loose than you're used to. Also, the sweating is very detoxing, getting rid of all of that sweat when you sweat that kind of sweat you're sweating and man like y'all you're sweating in places you never who knew (laughs) the top of your feet could sweat the top of your feet can sweat. <laughs> you notice it rather quickly when you get in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. start glistening. Glistening. That's the exact word for it, Ryan. You are exactly right. One glistens. Yes. Um, so we have those infrared heaters. Um, again, we try to keep a little fru- a, a footprint. Um, 21st century living, no paper. Um, what else we got going on there? Again, limited classes right now. So be patient with us as we're trying to do that. It's Oh, everybody's adapting everybody's and doing the adapting best they can. right right new abnormal as i as as i heard <laughs> yep. as, as i heard on the news the other day and uh, uh but i i feel comfortable with it and then again the virtual classes so you could actually have um if the if the class in studio gets too full you can go to virtual i have some folks who live a little out maybe some of the other outlying upper cumberland counties uh, somebody practices with me pretty regularly who lives down in Rock Island. It's a heck of a lot easier for her to be digitally than sure. it is for her and, to and physically come in. during the quarantine periods, it keeps people connected and absolutely. keeps, you know, you uh, accountable, I guess. Absolutely, too. absolutely. It is distracting at home. Mm-hmm. It is a challenge. The amount of distractions I've had in my class, I wish I'd taken a picture of every time I had a distraction, but half the time I was laughing. You know, cat bottoms up in the screen. It's and- part about <laughs> building that discipline there, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, I had a... Um, robot vacuum turn on in the middle of one class and start <laughs> and ee, ee, psh, psh, coming in that came in front of the mat um babies husbands wives dogs cats uh, answering machines somebody right. had an actual i was like is that an answering machine i hear <laughs> oh yeah hold on a second i was like <laughs> 
You just got to prepare to roll with the punches and, machine. and be ready for whatever's <laughs> right. coming at you. Absolutely. But again, why I love that and um, what's really powerful about about what we try to bring is that you have an instructor looking at you the whole time. So you are having a virtual class, but somebody's got, unless you choose not to let us see you, which some people choose not that, but that is kind of the point. Right. So I can look at you and make sure you again are okay and give you feedback and say, look at you're looking great. Engage that core, Josh, all of those things, bring those shoulders down and back. It's okay. Relax. So that's one of the things I really like about how we're doing virtually. And, and a lot of other studios are doing that where you get that immediate feedback. Some folks are doing, um, um, static videos that you can come back and look at. And I had that opportunity to do that. But I, I really feel it's better to have that interaction, as we discussed, yeah. not only in quarantine, but non-quarantine, how, how to make sure that we're experiencing this yoga with you and we can keep you safe. I keep going back to that. Don't hurt yourself because you're not, you don't have, I'm sure you guys have had trainers come on here and talk about careful of what you do mm -hmm. at home make sure you're listening to this it's all about keeping yourself safe nobody wants anybody to lose their momentum or their no. impetus because they've hurt themselves it's about know? pushing but not pushing you know to too too much of a limit absolutely and isn't that a hard it's a hard yeah. line right we've yeah. all tried to push too hard i have too i have to remind myself way 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 pull back a little bit it's not it's a um, the hare and the tortoise, right? It is absolutely the tortoise, I think. It's not the hare. You really, <laughs> we're in here for the long haul. It's a journey. Moving your body and a healthy body and healthy fitness is a life goal. It's right. what we do for life. And let's not, you don't have to try to push so hard and get here right away. I tell myself, listen, I'm telling myself, the self that y'all, I have to say that to myself all the time. What are you doing? Stop, pull back, pull back, pull back. Just because you can do that doesn't mean you should. <laughs> You're speaking a lot of truth, Mary. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> so what are some what are some things that somebody at home should look out for, you know, as far as pushing too far, things like that? Because I know in some of the stretches, I would feel like, oh, if, if I flex my arm a little bit, I can probably stretch this leg a little more, you know, maybe get a deeper stretch into it. But maybe I shouldn't. Right. You know? That's great. That's also a really good question. Well, you want to be careful. One of the things I talked a lot about is one's knees. Okay. You always want to keep your knee on top of your ankle. There's a very, very few poses where your knee goes forward over onto your, in front of your tippy toes. You want to keep it back on top of your ankle. You don't want to overextend your knee. You want to always keep your core engaged. Why? Because if an torso is active, your lower back is not the thing doing all the work. One of the reasons, I'm not the only one to say this, that we have a lot of back issues in people is because our core is not as strong as it used to be. It's the truth. Or we don't we don't activate our core so your lower back does work that it wasn't designed to do. And guess what? Then you got a back problem. I can see that. Um, what else can you be careful about doing? Well, always saying... Okay, it's hard for anybody to tell you that, but there are sometimes poses are meant to rotate your, externally rotate your hip. So that means taking your hip and moving it away from you, okay? Now, if that's the point of the stretch and you change your hip and roll it in, you've just lost the stretch because that's not the point of that stretch. It's to open the hip, whatever that may be. So part of it is knowing what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish in your stretch. It's not about, 
I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody else, of anybody who does any kind of activity. It's, it's not always about how hard you push. That is not the measure of success in physical activity, in your mental life, in your personal life, in your career. How hard you push is not always the indicator of success. How do you feel? Is your body healthy? Do you feel healthy? Are you comfortable with what you just did? That's a great question to ask yourself. Oh, you know, that doesn't really feel good. Then don't do that to yourself. You have to be patient and know that you can move up to that. So watch your form. Make sure your body's in the right place. Are your, is your posture good? Are your shoulders back? Is your core engaged? All of that conscious alignment and keeping your body healthy will let all of the other type of movement that you're doing be safer. Is that an answer? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Okay, makes good. a ton of sense. Okay, great. And so for also the, the person that's preparing to come to a class or just to, that wants to get into yoga, what are some of the first things that you recommend? Uh, what, what are the necessities that y- you need? Um, if you're going to come to a hot yoga class, you need to come hydrated. Please don't walk in the door and not have had any water today. Because you're going to get sick. You're going to feel yucky. It's going to be harder. I had somebody come into class this week and they're like, no, I'm fine. And I was like, no, you're not. Drink all that water right there. And they're like, I was like, are you going to argue with me? Or are you going to drink all that water? I mean, I said to him with that tone, just like, <laughs> and I gave them that look and they drank the water. But I tell you what, about 15 minutes into the class, I look over and I saw they were dehydrated. Yeah. Okay. They were dehydrated. They did not start hydrated and they were struggling. Their face was really red. I could see they were feeling a little like maybe they were feeling, and, and, and it doesn't matter the heat. Same thing. Make sure you're hydrated. What do you need to come to a yoga class? Uh, a willingness to learn. You, for, our, for most studios, you don't need a yoga mat. They have yoga mats. Okay. They usually come with props. Um, you can come in any kind of clothes you want. You can wear shorts and a t-shirt. I kind of recommend not too loose of a t-shirt so that when you bend over, it doesn't come over your head. Right. Uh, <laughs> But not so tight that you can't have any kind of movement. Um, you don't want to flex out of it or anything. No, you yeah. don't want to flex out of it. But you don't want to, you know, have it flopping over your yes. head, you know, as well. Um, I'm really be hydrated, honestly. That that even even in a not hot yoga class. I, I mean, I wouldn't tell any of you all. I hope you're drinking 18 ounces of water before you go to a run. Mm-hmm. I hope you're drinking 18 ounces before you lift. Hydration is key. As long oxygen. What is uh, what is um what is water made of? Hydrogen and oxygen. Very key to life. Yeah, it is really key. So not only do your red blood cells get oxygen from air, but they get red blood cells, they get oxygen from water. So that is one of the reasons that you need to stay hydrated to let those blood cells do what they do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's one of those things that if you're one of those people that says, you know, I just don't like water. I don't like the taste of water. It's like, well, you know, guess what? You're going to have to grow out of that one day. Yes. It's very vital for for at least being healthy and being your optimal self uh, day in and day out of staying hydrated. Right. And you know, I, I said to myself one time, Ryan, about a decision I was having to make in life that had nothing to do with anything. It was a life decision. And I said, I don't want to. And I had to say, so since, what did you, since when did what you want really have anything to do with this? <laughs> Absolutely. We can't let ourselves get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I, I know I don't really want to do that. But again, so what? So I don't want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, does anybody really want to go to work? Does anybody really want to not? I mean, this, this, come on, this is reality. You just have to sometimes do what you need to do. You not want necessarily, that paycheck. You want yeah. to feel good. You want to have a roof over your head. 
Absolutely. You want to have a vehicle. You, you know, preferably. You, preferably, if not a vehicle, you want a roof over your head. Okay, let's, let's start there, right? So sometimes what you want has, what, what does that have to do with anything? It's what you need. Think more about what is going to come from it than how much you don't want to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's a, look, that's a conversation you have to have with yourself. And that's not always easy. Look, man, I don't always want to go to that yoga studio. There's times I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to go over there. But as soon as I walk in the door, I feel better. And there's um, times we all probably do not want to go on a run, but you get a couple feet under you and you feel okay. And if you don't, it's still okay to say, you know, just not today. And that's okay as well. You got to be all right with yourself. If you... It's all about being all right with yourself again. I I think we've talked about that a couple of times. You know, you say you... There's never been a run that we've gone on that I've thought after. I wish I hadn't gone on that run. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish I had stayed home and, you know, looked at my phone for an hour instead. Yeah. Absolutely. Even though you're not always totally motivated to do it, you think, oh, I've got every excuse in the world not to today. Just go on out there, get it over with, and you're going to feel better about it. Yep, you are. You are. And I had, I had a student one time say the same thing to me. Someone said, yeah, I wish I hadn't come to yoga class. Said no one ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's true. I know you just generally don't say that. It's because of all the things we've discussed, because of the sense of accomplishment, because of that activating that parasympathetic nerve system, calming your brain, calming your body, telling yourself it's okay, all of those things. Same with any kind of fitness we're talking about, really. It's all good. It's all the same spectrum of movement. And movement not only helps your body, it helps your spirit, it helps your emotions, it helps your mood. Yes. Ugh, yes. Come on, we all know that. You're in a crappy mood and then you go do physical activity and you're like, it, I feel better. I mean, to me, isn't that the ultimate CAPS 22? Yeah. Everyone tells you that if you do some sort of physical movement, you'll feel better. I but think it's the ultimate therapy. It is, it is, but you don't want to do, but you don't want to do the movement. It, it's, it, but you know that if you do it, you'll feel better. It's, it's this ultimate therapy. You're in it. You're right. It's you know the what? Ul- there's something. There's, a, there's something there to be said about the growth in that, even a- alone. Absolutely. Again, it's not always about the postures. It's who you are going down to touch. It's not about whether I think. I think the saying is, it's not about whether you touch your toes. It's who you are on the way down and <laughs> touching to you on, on touching your toes. Because what do you get from that? What, what does that sense of Letting go, choosing you, choosing my health, choosing my mind, choosing my mental health, my physical health. I choose me. I choose me when I choose to miss it, physically move. I, I choose it. me. I love it. You can be okay with what your best is now while still trying to get better. Right? Absolutely. Because it, some days our best is absolutely a home run out of the park. And some days it's getting out of bed. <laughs> right. And you got to be able to laugh at that. Idea. You do. And you've got to say, you know what? Look, when my father died, there were days I got out of bed and I considered that an accomplishment because I didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's I didn't want to go through. Right. But I got up and I was like, OK, everything else is gravy. There you go. <laughs> Don't anybody expect anything else out of me. I got out of bed today. <laughs> you know, and then there's days I'm hitting on all cylinders, man, and I'm doing everything and I'm up at five and we're here recording at whatever time. And, you know, you're just on all cylinders and there's still it's OK to be both of those things. And it's OK to be all right with yourself for both of those things. Oh, and having a good balance of it as well. I mean, if every day's perfect, then what do you have to shoot for? I like that. Yep, balance. Yep, there are both sides of the coin, right? Light and dark, all that kind of good stuff. Good and evil, good and bad, all that. Both sides of the coin. Very good, guys. <laughs> I think that's, that's very deep, and that's something we may close on that. So <laughs> as we wrap up, Mary, 
Uh, if you have any closing thoughts, and please let us know how we can we can find you online and how people can go about if, if they want to come find your services, how they can do that. Awesome. You guys are the best. AbetterMeYoga.com, A-B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-Y-O-G-A.com. You can also find me on Google. We use MindBody, if you've used that. That's a, one of the leaders in um, uh, fitness and things like that. You can book online through that. You can get the app. Um, call me. Come see me. We'd love to have you. Knock on the door. We're not always sitting at the door, but we'd be, <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be happy to do it. But yeah, go visit the website. We try to keep that as friendly and as simple as we can. And, you know, Google. Keep that Google business thing up. It tells you when you're when you're open or not, right? How yeah. do we get by, y'all? How do we get by without Google it and have that little thing up or I can just hit the button, it goes to website, or I can hit the button, it goes to call, or it tells me the hours? I'm like, good grief, we've got an entire universe in our pocket all the knowledge all right the there. knowledge and we do so little knowledge. with it and yes uh, well and that again guess what that's still okay that's right and something to work on it is still something to work <laughs> on but um I, I just encourage everybody to to maybe explore our yoga practice whether it's with us at a better me yoga of course we would love to have you there's places in town that you can um also do yoga online again if you're doing it online just please make sure you're safe and you watch your body and um maybe Maybe I would really suggest, this is a suggestion I make, that you look at it first. Like sometimes when you all were in class, I'd say, okay, wait, don't do this. Watch me first. Because sometimes poses in yoga, you're up, as I said before, you're upside down. And it's a little better to look at it first so you kind of know what you're doing. I could see that. Yeah, right, right. So you can get at visual because it's about not only just here, it's physically doing and listening and seeing all mixed together. But yeah, a better me yoga. Be a better, be a better me, be a better you. That's a great, great great goal perfect i thought you were very accessible uh you were very welcoming we're very appreciative josh do you have anything to close with no i definitely think it's something that we're going to visit again um something i am wanting to incorporate into every week if i can i love it um and then we'll try and get make sure to get your information on the website as well awesome in case they need you know anybody missed it i love it well i really appreciate what you guys are doing bringing yourself and your uh your own spirit and enthusiasm because it's really it's it's palatable these are really nice guys y'all they're good folks we appreciate you saying that. <laughs> and they're trying to bring something to you and 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 i hope that you're listening and you're learning something they're bringing great folks in who are showing you the things you can do because we all can do something start where you are you don't you don't have to be like josh and i who want to get everything right the first time within the first 10 seconds of having it Type A personalities. I, we can't help ourselves. It's just how we are. You don't have to do that. You can start wherever you are. That's right. Just get out there and try. Get out there and try. Hurt. Move it. Flex it. Do it. <laughs> there you go. Well, Mary, thanks a ton for having us. Uh, again, thanks for helping us to limber up. We look forward to, to seeing you over there at the studio. You're definitely going to be seeing more of us, like it or not. Yay. And uh, as we learn more about yoga and just keeping our bodies fit, that's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Flex Ed. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.